Hello world, it's your boy Cairo checking in. Welcome to the one and only what you don't want to hear, a Hoops Intervention Podcast hosted by your boy Cairo and my boy Do. Do check in. Well, what's up? What's up? What's up? So, you know, this is really our first official episode. It's been a long time coming. Insert the candy hand clapping. <laughs> nah, for real, my boy. Wait, this is our very first episode. We've been talking about this for a minute. So we're just going to jump it off like this. The folks don't know much about us. So introduce yourself. Tell them, tell these people about Do. All right. Well, like you said, my name Do. Uh, not born in Louisiana, but raised, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Lafayette, Cadiana region. Uh, I've been in the sport since I was about three or four. My mama said when she was married to my daddy, he used to hold me while he was watching the basketball game, the Tar Heels and all that stuff, Duke Blue Devils. And I'd just be watching. And, you know, <clears throat> bada bang, bada bam. That's what it was. Uh, I like that. Yeah, you know, I like to – that's all I like to do is watch sports. Watch sports, play video games, go to work, go to sleep, eat. Chill, homebody. I know a lot of y'all can relate to that. For sure. You know? That's how we do it's nowadays ready. in the quarantine age anyway. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I done got both my shots, and I still wear my mask everywhere. <laughs> I, I, went to, I, went to, I went to Advanced Auto Parts today, and he was like, you can take your mask off. I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so used to wearing it. Yeah, I'm glad. Just wearing it just to look out. Just not yeah, even for myself, but for other folks, honestly. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, man, it's me, your boy Carol. All my folks that know me, know me. You know, I ain't even really got to do a real introduction. But for y'all who don't know me, I'm checking in straight from the fofo, Atlanta, stand up. That's what we're doing today. But now, for real, I'm just checking in from Atlanta. I've been watching sports since I was not as long as him. He's been doing it since out the womb. It was more so for me, like, around, like, 10, 11. That's when, like, I really got into watching sports with my granddad out here in Louisiana, out in OP. Shout out to Opelousas, man. But I started off really watching football. So shout out to the Saints who that, even though this is a basketball podcast, mm. my old is rep my boys. Mm. Look, unpopular. Look, we getting started already. Mm. This is just the intro. Now this is a football. Po- I mean, this is a basketball podcast. So we gonna hold. We gonna hold it to basketball right, right. right now. But. You know what I'm saying? I've been watching sports since about then, a little bit before becoming a teenager, bro. And ever since I didn't fell in love, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to my big brother, Juice. He introduced me to basketball. And since then, I have been a Lakers fan. I will forever be a Lakers fan. And I'm going to bleed purple and gold until I'm gray and old. So don't play with me. Interesting. Yes, sir. Ski. Now, if I'm not repping LA, of course. I'm always holding it down for the home team. So I'm a, I've always been a secondary Hawks fan. For all y'all out there that's going to talk y'all time, you can only have one favorite team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I understandable, Yeah, it's understandable, bro. Yeah, I got to hold down the home team regardless. But I am at heart a Lakers fan. I've just been yeah. watching the Lakers for as long as I've been watching basketball, even before, you know what I'm saying, the, the downturn of the Kobe era. And he went into his twilight years. And even during and even after – I'm still going to rep them boys. So I'm holding LA down all the way from A-Town. 
That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, I've been a Houston fan since about 1998, 99. Uh, I'm kind of showing my age a little a bit right there with that. It's been a, a rough path for you as a rock. Yes. Um, you know, I've been with them since, you know, we had Steve Francis. Uh, then we picked up y'all. Then, you know, at one time we had Shane Battier and all them. Uh, we lost T-Mac in 09, went to game yeah, seven with the Lakers. That was it. That was the series that stamped me as a Lakers fan. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, kudos to the Lakers because, you know, the, the the Rockies, you know, at that time, it was underdogs and stuff, but God, you know, they brought them to a game seven. Yeah, y'all had heart, bro. I can say that. Uh, I'm mad James Harden left though. I ain't like I tell people. The only thing I'm mad about is we gonna get into that. Yeah, he, huh? Go ahead, my boy. I cut you oh, off. No, you good. Uh, he left. He left after I made my marker on 2K21 next gen. So, you know, that's the only thing I'm mad about. That's but other than that, my boy out. I was excited about the Harden move. I was glad he was getting out of Houston. I was too. Um, unpopular to some people. Some people thought I was gonna be, you know, exceptionally mad about it. Um, that you know, if you're not happy, don't stay. Popular opinion for a Houston team lover to say that y'all are you. You was happy to let y'all star player go. I mean, he wasn't happy. Make him happy. You I know they tried anybody and everybody they needed for Harden to stay. I don't I don't think when it came to, to that situation it was just an organization thing. I think it was media too. Because Harden's still doing his thing in the Nets is just ain't nobody saying nothing because he happy and he playing well. With you know, Houston, he he wasn't playing well and he wasn't unhappy. So, you know, everybody go point the finger. And I really do think you're right, though, when it comes to that. The media did kind of throw Harden. And then he was always, you know what I'm saying, in the center of attention. Houston went about how he was, like, going out and then coming to practice and things like that. Like, he could never really just be himself and just exactly be experienced life off off of the court because everything he was doing off of the court was affecting his on-the-court performances. Harden is like the – Harden is like the – not trying to get on top of that, but I just want to say this. Harden is like – Today's AI, where it's like we talking about day. practice. <laughs> yeah, like come on, my man. Like what you expect? You expect you? And this this one thing that used to piss me off when we used to get knocked out the playoffs. Y'all expect Harden to just soak and stay at his house, or you know, go work out and all that stuff and whatever. Right after they got knocked out, ain't nobody about to feel like being sad and all that stuff. Right after they get knocked out the playoffs, you know, the basketball Especially players. He did everything he had to do. Exactly. It ain't like it ain't like old Harden was throwing ten turnovers a game and all that stuff. And man was getting triple doubles every game almost. It is what it is. It is what it is. That's why I'm just like I'm happy for him. My team go rebuild. We probably go get a top three pick, possibly. Looking at our eyes and stuff like that. We was what? Almost dead last. Oh yeah, y'all look good for the lottery. Yeah. So I'm hoping that the Lakers, the Lakers, uh, 
do it, front office do what they got to do because you know what I'm saying we always catch steals in and in, during the draft we always just look up and catch us one or two steals or trade for a pick or something during the draft so we'll figure it out and I mean with the LeBron effect they don't really we don't need a superstar you know what I'm saying coming out the draft but we just need some some folks that's gonna put a bucket yeah on the board you feel me so we can LeBron ain't got to do so much on offense that he can facilitate. I just I just feel like the Lakers from 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 my opinion they kind of did what the Heat did not as bad as the Heat but like if you look at if you look at the Heat during the offseason the the very short offseason they had and then going into the regular season like that roster didn't change Mm-mm. it didn't change um Tyler Hero you can say regressing got injured uh playing as well as he was he had that bubble height. In the final. He was crunk out that bubble juice on God. He went into the bubble and was shooting like Larry yeah. Bird. Oh, yeah. I think it's I think them. I think maybe them them actual lights and them fans and all that stuff got to impossible. You never know. But you know, as far yeah, as the man. Lakers, you know, you see who they gave up and you know who they got back, and it's like you know, the only person I could see that they got rid of that I was in agreement with was Danny Green, cause yeah, that you know I I don't I don't even see why we signed him in the first place, but no comment on I, Danny Green. We are gonna keep it pushing. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody else is just is, is disappointing, but I mean they go bounce back. You know, people people got on LeBron, say oh he walked out or whatever. Five. You know, it is, it is what it is. If you know, sometimes your leader is gonna get aggravated. And if he walk yeah, out, the first he time we've seen LeBron do that anyway, bro. Y'all just gotta understand that folks are still human beings. Exactly. Even though he is, he held to a high standard because he the captain of the team or or who the what. But at the same time, bro, you know the game over. I'm taking my, I'm going to the back. I mean, it's over. Exactly. It ain't it ain't like Vogel was gonna put him back in. Yeah, he was having. They was having a rough game anyway, bro. I would have left as well. Yeah, we just gonna so try it up to the next game. But I mean, it's 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 LeBron is the most criticized player in the world. So he's, he's the most criticized athlete in the world, in my opinion. Of course, nobody gets as much ridicule as LeBron, but that's because of how many heads he didn't turn, bro. Like that, you can't negate what he's done. It was important at the time in my basketball fan career that I hated LeBron. I ain't hate him. Yeah. I don't hate a soul, but you feel what I'm saying? My homeboy yeah. was a, he was a Miami fan. Well, he was a LeBron fan, but he followed LeBron to Miami. And he, bro, we used to play 2K and, bro, we used to watch the games and just, he used to just talk so much shit. I used to hate it, bro. But it was like, I mean, you can only respect, I, I hated the talk and not necessarily who we were talking yeah. about because you can only respect what LeBron does and what he brought to the game of basketball. I mean, if you're getting compared to Jordan, you're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, it was the same thing with me and Kobe, you know, rest in peace. But, you know, back in 08, 09 and all that stuff, I I'm used to. That right now. Oh, yeah. I used to, I I used to hate time. people talking about Kobe just because. Like y'all don't even, they ain't even like Kobe like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They ain't even like Kobe like that. It was just oh, everybody like the Lakers and all that stuff. So you y'all y'all they couldn't even you know people a lot of people couldn't talk, you know about what Kobe did. So from a while you know, 
back when, you know, after 05, 06, 06, 07, when the Lakers, you know, was kind of struggling and all that stuff up until maybe 2009, 2010. I hated the Lakers. I hated the Lakers, and I didn't like Kobe, but it wasn't nothing personal against Kobe. It wasn't his game or it wasn't the way, you know, his mama mentality. Mama mentality is probably the best mentality you could ever have. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, that's it was it was people talking. So I relate to that, you know, that that LeBron thing where you just like, oh, you ain't necessarily hate LeBron, nothing against him or whatever, but you know, your homeboy was talking. That was that was all he was doing. He was chirping. Kobe this, Kobe that, Kobe that. I'm like, what up? I'm like You know, yeah, they not like I said, bro, when it's when it's that kind of a player, bro, you like you said, you can only respect that. You can only respect it because of what they bring to the game. I mean, you couldn't negate Oh yeah, the type of player Kobe developed himself into being. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, let's really back in. Let's really back in. Let's really back in. We're gonna go on from the introduction to moving on to. Well, we already talked about our favorite teams. Of course, he's a Rocket fan. I'm a Lakers fan. You know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna always stamp Atlanta. Don't play with us. And uh, so we're gonna move on to our top five players of all time. Any position, we just want to let these folks know where our what our basketball opinions are. So hit me with it, dude. What's your top five? One through five, any any amount, any position. Just talk to me. Let me, let me yeah, a lot of people ain't five. go like this. A lot of people ain't go like this. Talk to me. Top five in this order: Chris Paul, Kobe, LeBron. Larry Bird and Shaq. In that order, though. Oh no, 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 not in order. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm about to say. Let me go back. Order you put. I, I, I'm a CP3 fan. Don't get me wrong, but he's not in my top five, and <clears throat> dang sure not getting put over Shaq Diesel. I, okay, I'm sorry. So let me let me. But you said not me... in that order, so I can respect that list. That's a that's a respectable list for real. I mean, five, you know, position and all that stuff. All right, let me okay. let me rephrase that. In the order, top five. And you don't gotta go in order, but yeah, okay. let me hear it in order. Okay. Uh, Cole, uh, LeBron, Larry, Shaq. This. Okay. Like I said, I can respect that. Any order you really would have put it in, honestly, would have been fine. But unpopular opinion, CP3 not in my top five. I'm sorry. Yeah. CP3 definitely in my top 10, but not my top five. Yeah. And most of that goes to say because we ain't really like the playoffs, the playoff CP3 runs we have seen haven't been the best. You feel me? And then we have, if he ain't getting injured, you know what I'm saying? They ain't, they ain't making a run for real in the playoffs. This is really the first year where I see Chris Paul making that. Uh, a real active impact on the playoffs. Not saying that he didn't carry a team to the playoffs because we saw what he did with the OKC team. Yeah. He carried them boys. But we ain't seen him make a real run for a ring yet. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm really on the low. Like I said, I'm stamping Atlanta. They, they who I really want to go out of the way. But my basketball heart would love to see Chris Paul get him a ring because he did. Mm-hmm. He been through many obstacles all the way going back to when he wanted to play with Kobe and they told him no. And I really feel like him coming to that Lakers team would have changed the whole trajectory of the team, bro. He definitely could have went back for another one. 
Absolutely. Um, you know, on that day I was kind of like you with Atlanta. Um, New Orleans was my, you know, home team. My so other team, yeah. Yeah, that's where so, your heart went. So I was, I was, I was a really, really big Chris Paul fan at the time, and um, you know, we wasn't winning. The Hornets wasn't winning. So, you know, same thing with James Harden. I'm like, yo, he want to go, he want to go. He didn't did a whole bunch. You know, for the 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 city, the community of New Orleans, uh, the team, you know, leading the league in assists, averaging 22, 23 points in 11 one season and all that stuff. That boy was hooping. Yeah, yeah, like, and, and you know, looking back at that team, you know, a lot of people would have been like, well, that team, you know, it was all right, but, you know, it wasn't that good. Mm-mm, and it uh, was a problem eventually down the road. Mm-hmm. So, so it was like, you know, after I got over that stuff with Kobe and all that stuff, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to just tune everybody out because I actually do like Kobe. I'm like, okay, they might trade CP3 to the lake. Hey, that's when I had really that – was, that was like the pivotal point for me. Like at that point, I was really knee-deep in basketball. Like I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And my favorite point guard at the time is coming to play with my favorite shooting guard. Yeah, and it, it would have worked out. You know, y'all would have been losing Paul Gasol, but and Lamar Odom, but it would it would have worked out. It would have worked Definitely out. Would have worked out. So, <clears throat> you know, when he nixed the trade, I was just like, "Bruh," because see, we was, if I'm not mistaken, actually Paul Gasol was coming to Paul Gasol was going to Houston in that trade. I remember it was three teams. I don't think I can leave it at. It was yeah, a three- I, actually, I, I'm pretty sure it was a three-way trade, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. That was a minute ago, but it, that do sound very familiar. I would Google it, you know what I'm saying? For future references, we're going to be doing fact checks during the episode and all of that. I just, right now, we ain't completely set up yet, but. But, yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Ferguson was in that trade to come to Houston. I'm like, all right, well, you know, my number one team is, is getting Ferguson. And I'm a, you know, I'm a huge Which fan of Paul Gasol. Great pickup for y'all at the time. Yeah, huge, huge fan of Paul Gasol. Huge fan of uh, his home team. You know, the Spanish national team. Uh, I I can't remember for for the life of me who he played for before, and it's on the tip of my tongue. But that you know that team somewhere over there in that Euroleague though. Yes, that's a that's a powerhouse team. Him and his brother played over there. So. You know, I'm like, all right, Chris Paul will be happy. He gonna win a actually, you know, since he going to the Lakers, uh, New Orleans. I'm sorry. Time was, was going through their transition phases anyway. Yeah, but it was rough for the for the New Orleans organization overall. They had to go through the rebranding and everything. Like, yeah, and then it's like, you know, with Houston, we didn't have Harden yet, but you know, we had Aaron Brooks and Kevin Martin. And uh, we had we had uh, no, we didn't have Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza actually went to New Orleans the season yeah. afterwards. So, you know, I was like, okay, well, I ain't I ain't got no issue. Like the Houston, they not gonna be, you know, at the bottom, but they they good enough for a seven or eight AC. You know, I'll be proud of them. You know, to make that and at least win one or two games in the playoffs before they get knocked out. Um, but you know, when David Stern came in and said, hey. We nixing that, you know. 
You already know how all Lakers fans across the country reacted and probably all around the world reacted, bro. Like, we were – I was a different level of upset, especially because I was – at that point, I was a diehard NBA fan. I was like – I was, like I said, I was knees deep, bro. I was trying to – I was I was following every Lakers fan page. I was doing everything I could to stay on top of stuff. And then when we found out – when I found out Chris Paul was supposed to be coming to L.A., I lost it. I was about ready to get a custom jersey. I just knew he was coming, and we got hit with the okie doke. Yeah. So I mean, the Clippers got lucky. Um, they did, and then they they didn't even use Chris Paul wisely. They didn't just for lobs, and you know they could they could, the Clippers could never get good wings to play with him. Yeah, he didn't have nobody else to help stretch the floor besides. Um, yeah. I mean, they had a solid squad. Don't get me wrong. The Clippers, his the the Chris Ball Clippers team wasn't in terrible standing, especially when they got Blake Griffin and shit. It was just I could tell from looking like at you them. Said, the pieces the didn't fall. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't fall like they were supposed to. And then injuries. That's usually the name of the game, bro. Injuries, bro. They teams yeah. can't stay healthy. I mean, that's what happened the first year. I mean, Chauncey. I mean, first things first, they moved Chauncey to the two guard. Okay, that's fine. You know, a little bit under, under at the time, undersized for the two guard at the at the six three. But you know, he he he. But we don't call him the big shot. He had his skill. Yeah. Honestly, I might place I might place Chauncey in my top five. If not my top five, my top ten. Oh yeah. Chauncey, Chauncey, I'll put, put Chauncey in my top 10. I'll put him in Definitely my top 10. Definitely in my top 10. We're going to have to do a man. top 10 episode for sure one day. Oh, yeah. Looking at that man, career and all that stuff, how it started, what he did and all that stuff and whatever, you know. It, it, But, I mean, back to the Clippers, it's like, you know, after Chauncey got hurt, then they, you know, traded him away and all that stuff. Um. They just – I think that was their biggest weakness, depth. And the – I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say the two-guard position because they had J.J. Riddick at one point. Who was a shooter? when it came to the injuries with the front court and then y'all never really had no good, you know, small forwards, you know, no offense to, you know, Paul Pierce, Barnes in there. Yeah, you know, that no was reaching – Towards day twilight, yeah. yeah, exactly. So you know, if, if we if they could have got you know Celtics Paul Pierce or Golden State Warriors first run Matt Barnes, and yeah, y'all would have been straight. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Matt Barnes. Oh yeah, shout out, shout and out. I love him ever since he played. He played for my for my team, bro. I always had love for Matt Barnes. Shout out to him. Shout out to Stephen Jackson. Shout out to the. You know, they podcast, all the smoke and yeah, all that. Yeah, man, y'all are true inspirations to what we trying to get going on our end. So I just want to thank y'all for pa- paving the way for some young black men like us to just express ourselves and fellowship over basketball. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate them. And then, you know, Matt, Matt a little gangster, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, no, yeah, he a real one. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. I can always, I can always, of course, I'm going to give him his flowers when we finally get to talk to him. But I'm just saying, yeah. He been a real one. He always gonna be a real one. Yeah, but uh, you know, I feel like that's why you know them on other teams didn't get up, get over the hump. So, 
It is, I mean, it is what it is. But you know, till this, still to this day, I, I every once in a while I think about that that what could have been with that Lakers street. Bro, that haunts me. That's probably the one basketball decision that haunts me to this day. I just feel like they tried to keep it keep it level with the with the you know competition in the in the NBA. But I mean, you got to look at it. I mean, what they what what I feel like they were trying to do was gonna happen anyway. Because look at what happened with LeBron and Steph with the with the Heat. Well, not the Heat, but the Cavs and the Warriors. It probably would have been the Lakers and the Heat every year. That would honestly, with you know the Lakers and the Heat going at it every year. Nobody was mad when the Cavs and the and the and the Warriors was going at. It. No, that was a great. That was a great time period in basketball. If you ask me, that's a definitely an unpopular opinion. A lot of folks I talk to be that's like their worst time period of basketball. They be like, bro, they can't stand the LeBron versus Steph era. But I think that was mad entertaining, bro. Yeah, I I mean it was. I mean, I I, I will say I will say the least entertaining one was you know the first time they met just because LeBron didn't have his whole team. Uh, Kyrie K Love was out. Um, shout out to them other boys on the squad. They, you know, they did their thing. They tried. Course, it was just, it you know, with Golden State and they motion offense, you you need some, you need some some solid defenders. You know, yeah, especially with LeBron guarding Steph. Up with them shooters. Yeah, so you know, and you know they showed out the year afterwards. You know, anyway, you know Kyrie hit the hit the. That that three, the legendary still three over Steph. Still don't know how he did that. Um, people right, talking shit about, huh? Kyrie, would, Kyrie is one of my top five specifically for that game, bro. That's the game Kyrie showed me he had heart, and that's an unpopular opinion. A lot of folks try to say Kyrie ain't got heart, but that man got heart. He do. Uh, he stamped. He stamped that series closed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I, I I respect Kyrie for that. You know, a lot of people aren't happy with him right now because you know he, he, I ain't gonna lie, he be having some dumbass shit come out of his mouth sometimes. You know, uh, man, y'all gotta but, leave Kyrie alone. That's why I, I mean, like I, this I, is called what you I'm, don't want to hear because that boy Kyrie be speaking the truth. Some folks don't like yeah, to hear no, it no, now. No, like, do on. he do do he be like super woke sometimes? Yeah, and that's off-putting to some people, but Kyrie be speaking the truth, bro. I got love for what Kyrie doing. I mean, I got that. I mean, like let's say the let's say the media with him. All right, it, I don't I don't the 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 message Kyrie was sending about the media because the media play devil's advocate and all that stuff with just yeah, with anything that deals with entertainment. But it was the way he said it. You know what I'm saying? Is what he said. You know, he called them pawns. That's what I ain't agree with. But I mean, in the whole, you know, Earth is flat and all that. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. You know, ain't that serious for me to be yeah. like, oh, Kyrie, you think Earth is flat? Like, we gonna be talking about this for two weeks? Nah. Like, if the man think the Earth is flat, the man think the Earth is flat. Like, right. some he people think the freaking. That. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know what? What he's actually doing and what he's actually sacrificing. You know, for that next squad right now. You know, when James Harden came in, he was like, all right, I ain't even playing point guard. I'm playing the two. 
Kyrie wasn't doing that with LeBron. Of course, but back then Kyrie was still mad young, bro. That's what yeah. a lot of folks don't be considering, bro. He was he was a different person back then, and I'm glad that he took the time to do that personal development that was yeah. needed. Cause now he's a completely different player now, not even in the sense of skills, because he he's always had the same skill set. But you can just even tell how he's he's a lot more patient on the floor now. Like he's not yeah. so attack like he used to be. Yeah, nah, even though I, some of the moments where he needed to be attacked, he wouldn't be, especially when playing on that Boston team. He was just letting. It's like he just lost his drive, bro. I used to be watching Kyrie like my boy. Yeah, Kyrie that definitely. Is. And that's the thing about Kyrie is, you know, a lot of people once they start hitting their prime and all that stuff, people be like, okay, they gotta refine their game a lot in order to not only play with a good team. Kyrie didn't have to refine his game a lot. He didn't. He's doing. He's doing. He's doing almost the same stuff he's doing in Cleveland, and Boston. But that goes back to what we was talking about. That that atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's happy. That's that that Brooklyn effect is what I'm gonna call it. Mm-hmm. It seems like every player that go to Brooklyn is happy. KD, Kyrie, everybody, everybody that went so far has been pretty lit. Even Blake Griffin is in a better spot. Mm-hmm. We even seen um, what's my boy name? That came from the clips, the five. Oh, DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre, my boy DeAndre Jordan. Forgive me for forget, for forgetting your name, but yeah, DeAndre Jordan. That he even had a, a second wind in his career after joining Brooklyn, and that was even before Katie and them showed up. That's when he was playing damn near by himself with the young boys. Yeah, so it's like you know, even though you know, I ain't necessarily. Going for them in the playoffs and all that stuff, you know, if they win, I'll be happy because you know people, people always focusing too much on the negative. And you know, despite what didn't happen with Katie, you know, with him leaving OKC to go to go, you know, um, Kyrie wanting to trade, ended up going to Boston, ruffling some people's feathers. Then he leaving after two years. You know, James Harden, same thing with Houston. You know. It's, it's, it's good to see people happy and thrive. And actually, because, I mean, the East, the, the, the East is getting better. They oh, getting God. better. You oh, know, it God. used to be, it used to be, you know, just, the, just the West. Yes. Oh, for a couple, for a time period, it was really bad. It was, it was, it was LeBron versus the West, honestly. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron said, I'm dipping. I'm finna head to the West. And then that's when everything started balancing out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, let's so uh, definitely agree. Let's move um on to what my top five. I didn't even list my top five. I'll keep it short. We need yeah. to go into much detail. Um, top five of all time. I'm gonna put Kobe, Jordan, mm. AI, mm. Carmelo, mm. and. I have to Shaq Diesel. Okay. I have no choice. But a lot of these picks are for personal reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying without Jordan, there would be no Kobe. There would be no LeBron. There would be a lot of the players that we talk about today. It, he paved the way for a lot of them. Yeah. Kobe holds a special place in my heart. Like I said, he is the reason that I really love basketball and why I'm a Lakers fan and why I'll forever be a Lakers fan. Because of his loyalty to the Lakers, I will forever be loyal to the Lakers. It won't be a, a day where you catch me out and I don't stamp that. 
uh, who else I said? Mellow. Mellow is the definition of busting your busting your chops to get the way you trying to get. He had he had opportunity upon opportunity to join teams with friends who was giving him opposition. I mean opportunities for slots. He turned them all down. He busted his chops. He got picked up by a team that wanted him there. And them boys have been getting better and better by the season. And he been active. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really knock something like that when a player is making an impact on the team and is making a conscious decision to do it on his own and not lean on nobody else. You have to be stamped as my top five. AI, the reason I say AI, and of course he wasn't the first of his breed of point guards that was flashy. We got the Jerry West. We got the the list goes on. It's a million and one different point guards I can name. Steve Nash, Jason Kidd, that just hooped on that same type of level where they got ball control, they got vision. They can shoot. They can do. But AI was the first person to, that I can think of in my time period of watching basketball that gave me, like, the thought that somebody like me could make it. Yeah. AI is the definition of the streets. If I think of Jason Terry and all these other players that came and was representing John Wall that just represent, you know what I'm saying, us as a culture, of course there's a million and one black people playing basketball. Don't let me get you wrong on that. But I'm saying those is the ones that like really didn't lose themselves in the game. You know what I'm saying? So Melo AI, who was my of course Shaq, you can't you can't negate Shaq and the impact he made on the game. He is the Shaq Diesel, bro. When I used to talk about basketball back in high school and middle school and shit, I used to just think about like, yo, who who really could outdo Shaq in his prime? Nobody. And I couldn't think of nobody, bro. I couldn't think of a soul. So that's really what it was. That's what stamped it for me. I was like, yeah, Shaq is just untouchable. Bro it was like under 1% or like, what was it, like under 2 or 3% body fat, like just a dog off the leash. Like he made me want to play the five as a as a somebody built to play the one or the two. Yeah. I think them old heads will disagree with you with Shaq, though. Of course they would, but that's why this is called Unpopular Opinions, because that boy Shaq is the best five <laughs> to ever do it. <laughs> and he at me. A lot of them balls be like, man, I'm a, man, Kareem would kill him, and I'm like, man, look. I don't hey, think man, don't get me this. wrong, bro, because Kareem played for for the Lakers. Like, I love for Kareem, but I'm sorry. That boy Shaq was just different. Now, Kareem could shoot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's really what that's really what what sets the day. I mean, not to say that Shaq couldn't shoot because he could he can hit you a little, you know what I'm saying, 10-footer. But yeah. as for him stepping anywhere beyond that, or you know what I'm saying, even stretching now, like he wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, of course, I guess if Shaq was to get drafted next summer, he would have he would develop himself into a player that eventually could shoot like Giannis or you know what I'm saying, anybody else. But Speaking on Shaq and how he played during his era, that boy was untouchable. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's 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 the exact reason why I had that man in my top five. Cause I honorable can't... mentions. <sighs> honorable mentions. All right, I'll let you go first with that one. Jr. A lot of people Smith? sleep on Jr., but I got love for Jr. Smith. Smith? I got a whole nother look for Jr. Yes, Jr. Smith. At, at, of course at, at what point in his career? Nuggets, Knicks, Jr. Okay, 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 okay. I, I'll yeah. take that. And even Cleveland, Jr. Stop yeah, playing yeah, with yeah. that boy. He was, he was, 
he made his mistakes. He made his old head mistakes, and I can honestly attribute that to the weed, bro. I feel like he was smoking some games and some old shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, you can't be doing that because you're not all the way focused. But at the same time, you can't discredit Jr. Even when he came to play for the Lakers, he had his he had his plays in a bubble where he hit some clutch threes. He still got it in him. Mm. It's just, you know, time passes. This ain't his era of basketball no more. And he, you know, what I'm saying he's not old, but he old. You know, what I'm saying so I could give him yeah. a pass. Jr. is a if he don't if he don't go Hall of Fame, he a Hall of Fame in my book. Uh, I, I just whenever I think of Jr., I think about when you know they put Curry on him. You know, in the finals, and he used to just like have a little smirk before he shot over that man. <laughs> like, <laughs> brother, JR is a terrible. whole demon, bro. But I, like, they made I, a, I, I got love for JR, bro. They made a, they made a meme over that man because of that. Yes, uh, uh, my my honorable mention. Uh, I might have to if if. if if Kobe and, you know, LeBron and CP3, if I ain't had that much love for him, you know, I would have put him in my top five. But he just going to have to settle for, you know, number six. And that's that's Dwayne Wade. D-Wade. I can agree. Arguably, he would be in my top five, too. But, I mean, we gonna I would have to have, like, an all-guards list or yeah. all-twos list, you know what I'm saying, before I, I could put him in my top five. But D-Wade is definitely that guy. I remember when he put us out in 06. I was like yep. – Wow, he is like that. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know my boy. Like, I didn't watch a lot of Miami games. I used to just hear about D Wade, and I was like, of course, as a kid, I'm not keeping up with every single game. So it's like I'm only watching the teams that I like. And at the time, I wasn't hip to what Miami had going on until I caught wind of D Wade and just how he was on his Derrick Rose shit. You feel me? Like, or should I say Derrick Rose was on his D Wade because it's like, yeah. bro, D Wade paved the way for guards to just be. You know, the way they are, especially aggressive and just the tenacity he brought to the game. Like, he was one of them, give me the ball guards. Yeah. It's not many of them left in the league nowadays, bro. Because D Wade, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a prototypical shooting guard at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of your shooting guards, you know, they wanted was three and D. Yeah. He you was know, D Wade usually a three and D. Yeah. D was like, yo, I'm going to bring the ball up. Y'all go operate the offense through me. It's either gonna be pick and roll, ISO. I'm gonna try to score. I'm gonna pass it to somebody. Then y'all do y'all thing or whatever. Even with Shaq, you know what I'm saying? Cause Shaq, Shaq wasn't go. Shaq wasn't go get them to the to the uh championship trophy in '06. It had to be D Wade. And you know, I remember, I remember playing, you know, 2K about 10, 12 years ago. And you know, back then they used to have like these. Some type of achievements you have to do with a player, and like one of them was with D Wade, and you had to get like twenty five points, like five assists, six rebounds. I remember that challenge. Like two steals and like two blocks, and I'm like, wait, I gotta get two blocks with D Wade. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, you know, that's he used to pin. He used to pin shit. Oh, oh yeah, God. and that's why that's why I like watching D Wade. He was entertaining to watch, bro. And then he was on a team where he was actually he had the opportunity to shine. And even when even after you know what I'm saying the post ring wave when they when you know they went through their Miami phase and then they ended up picking up the 
the big two to revamp the Miami, bro, D Wade was still making huge impacts on the team. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was even though he kind of took the back row for Bosch and LeBron, it wasn't like he like turned into a role player. You feel me? Like he was mm-hmm. still he was still he was still very so much so involved in the success of the team. Yeah, it's just yeah, like no, like I, I'll tell you, like there's the only reason why D Wade ain't in that top five is because he, he, I'm sorry, I can't put him over Kobe. I can't, yeah, if we doing if we doing Wade versus Kobe for a top five, I gotta give it to Kobe. Yeah, but um, like you said, bro, honestly, I, I, I like I said, I fought with Jr., but like I, it was for personal reasons. Yeah, I can see Wade being in my top five, though. Honorable mention. Yeah, bro. But definitely, I'm stamping Jr. just because I got love for Jr. Yeah, any more honorable mentions? I mean, the list could honestly go on. We didn't. I'm, <laughs> I really just narrowed it down to, you know, what I'm saying players in my time period because I know if we do start going towards all the old school, you know, what I'm saying Larry Bird, John Stockton, you know, the whole Kareem and Wilt, and if we want to take it even that far back, you know, what I'm saying it's like it's a million and one different players I can name. The sport over the years has been filled with, you know what I'm saying, players that just raised the bar and changed standards of basketball. And that's what I like, man, because even now, you know what I'm saying, we got players like Zion and all these young boys that's getting drafted. Ja, who was a one with heart. We had a one like that with heart says like a Darren Williams, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it's like we got – we getting – it's like we getting player spirits reincarnated into some of these young boys. And I'm excited to see that. Like, I'm excited to see where basketball going to go. Because for a minute, I was shook, bro. I didn't know what it was going to be looking like when all of our – all the players I really knew and came to love is all starting to reach their twilight years. But these young boys, they got – they showing a lot of potential. Not to mention we in an era of positionless – and that's really it, bro. Like we got fives playing point, like like they center forwards and shit. It's like it's crazy to see fives facilitating and players yeah. like Jokic being the top player on the team, not because of boards, but because of facilitating. It's crazy. And I feel like that's a lot, you know, a lot more relatable, you know, to the normal human being when they like, okay, we see this dude playing. You know, six he's six one, six two, six three playing, you know, the two and the three. Or this dude like six five playing the four and the five, or you know, this 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 big ass six ten dude running a freaking offense. Mm-hmm. And it ain't like oh they running the offense like a normally small person, like Jokic Jokic run the offense very differently than a point guard. Oh god, you know? but it's because they, they require a different kind of attention. For Jokic, they gonna have to press in towards and crash because of the attention he brings on the inside. So that just opens all kinds of wing space, baseline space on the opposite side. Like he just got a lot of options to move the ball once they gotta pull everybody inside. Mm. Jokic is a he can, he makes a different kind of threat. Like imagine him putting Embiid in that position and letting him facilitate more. I mean, his ball controlling is good, in my opinion, but in the sense of just him demanding attention, he would be per- that that shit would be perfect. <sighs> well, no conversation can... for another day, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that's gonna that's gonna get me talking for a while. Yeah, but I say I already know it, and that's the good thing about this, bro. I know 
you I'm I'm more sort of personality, bro. You the brains, and that's why I like that you so you're so educated because I'ma learn stuff as well. You know what I'm saying? While doing this, we both got opinions, but we both can't deny the facts. And that's why I know that this is gonna take us a long way, bro. I'm excited about this journey. I appreciate that, bro. I feel the same way. But we're gonna take a brief detour. You know how you how you how you you know it's, it's gonna be brief. You know how you feeling about them playoffs so far? Hmm. I mean, my heart ain't in it. Like I said, after I seen my boys go out in the first round, my heart ain't really in it. But I'm rooting for Ice Trader Gang. I hope that boy get rid of Philly and they can push past and then have to face Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And then that's what really that's really going that's really what's going to stamp if Atlanta is like that for real. Like I mean, of they already did what they had to do in the first round. You saw what Trey did to New York. But I feel like that was just an underdog versus an underdog round. Like, yeah. Either way it goes, both of those teams is going to have to use hard to get through the rest of the playoffs. So that's why I was like, to see what he's doing in Philly, that's exciting. You know what I'm saying? That's exciting to watch, to think that the underdog team is pulling a – it's almost like watching college ball, bro. It's like, wow, a team that we've seen coming into the playoffs, we did not expect to have this big of an impact just put out a – a team that we thought might have even been a contender for a ring the way New York was looking before the playoffs started. So would you say if Atlanta beat Philly and either because they ain't gonna win they ain't gonna win the finals. But that's my opinion. But they beat Philly to either lose in the conference finals or the NBA finals if they make it. Would it be a semi Cinderella story? Or would it be a full Cinderella story in that sense? I feel like it's full Cinderella, bro. If you watch what Trey done, and not even Trey, but just the whole organization as a whole, the moves we done made, we didn't got big Clint down there at the five. Like, they didn't, they've been doing what they had to do as an organization. Bro, living in Atlanta, bro, it's been a very long time of our basketball team being a second thought, bro. Or, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got no love, and it was just because – questionable decisions with players and draft picks and things of that sort. It was just like we was going through it. But I am proud of what they're doing. Yeah, I would consider it a win even if we don't get the ring, which I hope they do. You know what I'm saying? Anything can happen. It's basketball. They're taking it one game at a time. Yeah. We've seen Brooklyn lose. But we have seen them sweep teams before too. So that's why it's like it all depends on, on momentum and if they're in game planning. They're gonna have to take it play by play, game by game, and you never know, bro. We could get, we could, we could take off. It was no way the Lakers was supposed to beat that that Golden State team that 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 year. They had that crazy run in the regular season. I mean, not the Lakers. I'm tweaking. Um, LeBron and uh, Cleveland. Yeah, they was not supposed to beat them boys. They was not. Uh uh-uh. uh But momentum is a hell of a thing, and of course they had they did have pretty sure they had injuries and things they was dealing with, but it was like. They weren't supposed to win that. They weren't supposed to win that series. I mean, still, they even though know, the basketball knows. Oh yeah, you know, still with the injuries and you know losing Draymond for you know a game or two, like they they still shouldn't, have, you know, won that. Looking at it on paper, yeah, on paper, dang, yeah. sure they shouldn't have won. And that's why I'm saying it took it took heart, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Basketball is one of those things. The skill is very important, and game planning and all that is very important. But if you get in there and then you know, what I'm saying you in the court. Things happen during the game that can change the whole momentum of the series. So it's like they just 
got to keep their head down and keep driving like they're doing. You see they're not going outside. They didn't go outside in the first round. Them boys doing what they got to do with Philly. You know what I'm saying? And you never know how, how this may play out. Brooklyn may get knocked out this round. We just said game three, and I'm, I can't check the score right now, but last time I checked, the Bucks was up. I was like, let me check that right now. Yeah, yeah, hit, hit, hit the Google and, and let me see what the score is. But, yeah, man, the playoffs is looking exciting this year. I can't hold you. I think it's just because oh. we're coming off the, the bubble. Did the Bucks win? Yes. Yes, sir. Ski. See, I'm telling you, don't sleep on the Bucks. Them, they got Hart, Brand. They got Drew, Giannis, and a whole bunch of other. Don't they got Eric Blesso still? Uh-uh, Eric Blessel went to New Orleans. Oh, they sent to Nola. I forgot they showed up this and Nola. Yeah, they but uh, even still, but they got hard out there in in, in in Milwaukee. And I don't feel like Giannis and them is gonna go outside. Oh, yeah, KD huh? is hooping his shorts off. Oh god, I'm trying to keep it clean. But KD is hooping. That man been hooping for a minute now in in these last couple of series, and I'm excited to see him back out there. Chris Middleton had 35 and 15. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really what it is, bro. He is the X factor. A lot of yep. people like to believe this Giannis, but my unpopular opinion is Chris Middleton. Oh, because no when doubt. he owned, no them boys is on. Actually, they got Drew and other people to feed off of. Chris got a hoop. Yeah. And, and actually, you know, in the beginning of the – you know, season people said the X Factor was actually gonna be Drew Holiday, but I'm just like it 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 can't be Chris Drew. Middleton. I felt like that was disrespectful to Chris Middleton. Oh god it was. Because if you if you look at his stats like the past three seasons, that man been getting like at least twenty. Look at that boy bubble numbers when he had to step up and try to carry the team. Yeah, like he was doing his stuff. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, let me let me see the full box score. Full box yeah, score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check the full box score. But while he checking that out, man, I just want to let all of y'all know I appreciate it. We appreciate y'all checking in and showing love. All we ask for is a like and a repost. Yeah. All absolutely. we need is help. We we don't need funds. We don't need nothing. We not we don't have our Patreon set up or nothing like that yet. We're gonna get to setting up all these official things so that y'all can get the inside scoop. But for now, bro, all we ask for is a repost, a like, a share, a comment. Show love. We're gonna show love back. Yeah, for real. We do appreciate y'all. And we on we on all other um social media platforms for the most part. Um, you know, you can follow us on Twitter at, at WYD. W-N-I-H, all caps. You know what you don't want to hear, a hoops intervention. Um, we also got it on uh, Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, what is underscore. Yes, sir. Uh, W-I-D-W-N-H-I. Yes, sir. What you don't you know, want to hear the acronym. Yeah. <clears throat> um, YouTube channel coming soon. Um, We're going to try to do some IRL basketball and stuff like that. Um, hopefully yes, when sir. the pandemic vlogs, all of that. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we, we trying to trying to entertain y'all but bring something different and unique to the table, something dynamic, you know. Um but yeah, we just we just getting started out. You know, we do appreciate y'all. Um 
podcast is going to be available on different platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, stuff like that. And yeah, and we also will be doing a, a clubhouse too at the podcast. Uh, oh yeah, to we definitely get that started. If yeah, you're interested was- in being a part of the clubhouse conversations, y'all got to let us know y'all y'all's information, or even if y'all need some invites, we do got a, a few spare invites yeah. to, to get some folks in to talk to. And you know what I'm saying? We definitely gonna make that shape because the dialogue is definitely what we what we what we look for the most. We're trying to hear all the unpopular opinions. If you feel like Jordan was trash, I need to hear all about it. If you feel like LeBron is the best thing walking since Bill Russell, I wanna hear about it. You did what I'm saying? We want all the unpopular opinions. This is your place to come and vent. You are welcome here. This is a safe space. Absolutely. And make sure you tell your friends, tell your mama, especially your mama. Uh, yeah, because she's right here. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, this is this is something we really we really want to do and something we've been planning. Um, so, yeah, like I say, we appreciate y'all. You know, thank y'all for taking the time listening and everything. You know, bada bang, bada bam. Checking out. Hey, man, I do want to, I do, this is just a special, you know what I'm saying, message to you, because it's the end. I'm pretty sure you're going to edit all this shit out. But appreciate you, bro, giving me the opportunity to just do this, because not a lot of folks stick to to plans when they say they want to go about doing stuff, especially stuff like this, where we putting ourselves out there and putting our opinions out there for people to, people to comment on, you know what I'm saying? So I just... Appreciate you taking this journey with me, my brother, and just know we in this for the long run. Oh yeah, bro, I appreciate you too. Been trying to start this for a while, and you know, no offense to you know other people that came doing with me, but I needed somebody who wanted to consistently be there and actually you know help me out and all that stuff. So yeah, I I appreciate you just as much if not more. Yes, sir. It's all love on this end. Yeah, but to all of our folks, like we say, thanks for watching. Oh, yeah, thanks for watching. Lord have mercy. That's how you can tell on the movie. Um, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. You can't listen with your eyes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back soon. We will be having updates on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but, yeah, like I say, bada-bing, bada-bam, we out. Checking out.